1: She's a fashion blogger, model, and entrepreneur. She's amazing. The latest tips on fashion, beauty, wellness, travel, and her lifestyle. And now, here's the founder and creator of Not Basic Blonde, Olasha.
2: Hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of Not Basic Blonde podcast. I have very interesting guest today. His name is Brad Lee, and he is the founder and CEO of Lightspeed. Brad has revolutionized the online training world. He has set the gold standard for how training is delivered, tracked, and reported on ensuring maximum performance, retention, and results. Brad is a leading authority on web-based training, experienced and proven in sales, marketing. He's a seasoned professional with strong base of sales management coming from 25 years in industry. So in this episode, Brad is sharing lessons he has learned the hard way so you don't have to. Also, we are talking about how to make 1 million with what you already have, how to shift your perspective in 30 seconds or less, how to rewire your brain and hack your behavior, how to spot a future billionaire, the best sales hacks, which habit is a dream killer, and which skill has made the millions. So, and so much more. But before we dive in, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review Not Basic Blonde podcast on Apple Podcasts. Hi, Brad. Welcome to Not Basic Blonde podcast. How are you today?
1: Good, how are you?
2: I'm wonderful, thank you. You've been such a role model and so successful with so many accomplishments. We would love to know more about yourself. So would you please tell our listeners about yourself and what you do, your career?
1: Wow, you know, I'm an entrepreneur. I have multiple businesses. The main one uh, is Lightspeed VT, which is an interactive training and communication platform I developed over the last 20 years. It's used by a lot of the larger companies and people you've never heard of to ultimately train and educate. But uh, really, I'm just a high school dropout that, you know, learned life the hard way and, you know, realized very, very early in life to be authentic. And so now I've started to amass a little bit of a following on social media based on my, let's just say, you know, keeping it real style. And that's about it. I got a book coming out. Um, I got six kids. Uh, You know, I'm just a regular guy.
2: I love your videos. Your videos are so funny. Like some of them are especially about chicken tenders. You just recently posted. <laughs> and how do you handle it all? How do you balance work and life and being successful? Six kids. It's wonderful
1: how you do it. Well, I don't think there is balance. I think there's priorities and you know, the squeaky wheel gets the grease. I just pay attention, listen to the feedback, you know, be, stay aware and, you know, you, you'll, you'll intuitively know what to pay attention to if you're paying attention, you know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, I absolutely agree. How did you start like your career? What was your like secrets to success?
1: Well, I don't think there's secrets. Um, if you study pretty much anyone who's successful, they'll all say the same thing pretty much just in a different way, but ultimately the, there's no secrets to success. I think, I think, uh Everyone that you read about, every, you know, if I were to tell someone right now, it, you know, we want you to be guaranteed successful. What would I teach people? Well, number one, I would say that you know, your mind is the most important thing. The mindset is is massively important. If you don't think you can, or or you have negative, limited mindset, I think you're going to uh, have a much harder time succeeding. Usually when I'm talking about success with people, I have to point out the fact that most people don't know what it looks like. And if you don't know what something looks like, how are you out looking for it? If I told you to go into a room filled with people and look for someone, your first question would be, well, what do they look like? You know, but when we go chase success, we just run out there and we don't really have a clear map of where we want to go or what that looks like. So I would always tell people, let's first figure out what success is before you go try and find it right? You know, map out exactly where you want to be in three, five, 10 years. What does success look like to you? Cause it's not always the same, you know, success to me may not be success to you. I know a guy that goes out and tries to pick up girls every night. And, you know, in, in one particular week, he ends up with five of them. He thinks that's a success. I think that's dangerous. So at the end of the day, what does success look like? Start with figuring out what success looks like for you. There's real no there's really no key to success more of a combination and everyone has their own. So find out what that is for yourself. Um, and then and then after that, work on your mindset. You have to have the proper mindset. Then you have to have discipline. You know, you develop discipline by basically attaching a bigger reason to the thing that you want. So the pain of not reaching it exceeds the pain of doing it. The discipline is, is a lot is usually where people go wrong. Um, after discipline and because of discipline you will form habits and your habits are really what determine the quality of your life the quality of your habits if you think about it it just boils down to choices every day we're we're faced with choices you know small insignificant little choices and we continue to make those poorly and over time end up poor And the reason why is because we're making little baby insignificant choices all day long and we're making them poorly based on a foggy map or an unclear destination. If you don't know where you're going, how do you know what choices to make? You know, I'll give you an example for fitness. That was the part of that chicken tender discussion. You know, if you know clearly that you that you have a goal or your, or a destination on your map to be, let's say 8% body fat. Well now every single day when you wake up is working out moving you towards that goal or away from that goal? Well, towards. Is eating that going to move you towards or away? Well, towards. Right. So so make those choices every day wisely and you go right to where you're headed. But most people don't know where they're going. There's no definition, there's no clarity, and then they make poor choices along the way because they're not they're not, you know, managing their, their choices. So the habits will lead to that, you know, then you, then you're going to have to have relationships. I mean, relationships are the new currency. You know, most people don't understand the more hands you shake, the more money you make. They tell you all the time, money doesn't grow on trees, right? Well, where does it grow? They don't tell you that. I'll tell you where it grows. It grows in other people's pockets. So if other people have money growing in their pockets and you're looking for money, wouldn't it make sense to go introduce yourself to as many people as you could? Absolutely. So more hands you shake, the more money you make yet people, you know, they don't make a point to meet new people. They're not gregarious and they should be. So again, and why aren't they a lot of times, you know, deep down, they don't really like themselves. They don't have a good relationship with themselves. So, you know, they don't want to be judged. They, they, they fear rejection, which is ridiculous, but, uh, you know, you need to focus on relationships. Then you need to focus on your resources. Like the person with the most resources will nine times out of 10 clobber anyone with less resources. So focus on those resources. Then you want to focus on your skills. There's three main skills that if anyone possesses, they're almost guaranteed success. The ability to sell clothes and persuade, influence. The ability to market, okay, get attention. And the ability to communicate. If you can communicate well, Market well and sell well, you can go anywhere you want in life. So, those are your skill sets. You're also going to need knowledge. What do you know? What information are you missing? The reason we get what we get is because we do what we do. And the reason we do what we do is because we believe what we believe. So, in order to change our beliefs, which will allow us to change our behavior and change our results, you must Seek new information on a regular basis. Knowing this, how come people aren't reading every day? Why don't people pick up a book every single day and seek actively and intentionally seek new information? You're not gonna you're not necessarily gonna change your mind unless you get new information, right? So, how do you get new information? You pick up a book, you listen to a podcast. So seek new information every day. So your mindset, your discipline, your habits, your relationships your resources, your skill set, your knowledge, and your roadmap. If you don't have that roadmap, you're stuck. So those eight things, if you can master those eight things, I guarantee you'll be successful in any in any area you want.
2: So you're basically saying anyone can be successful if they keep like this eight things or just like they can actually make money with what they have. Like, And I know one of the questions I have for you is – how do you make a 1 million with what do you already have in your pocket?
1: Well, you, you, again, you go focus on those eight and you'll make millions. Um, but if you're asking me like, you know, it depends on what's in their pocket. If you have absolutely nothing in your pocket, I would go build relationships because other people have money and that's what you're going to need. When people say, you know, you, it takes money to make money. That's not always true, but it's generally true. Um, so so at the end of the day if you have no money in your pockets i just told you where the money grows go get some work you know stop making excuses and go work and when you work live below your means and save that money because guess what that money really is it's a tool guess what a tool is resources that's why i said more resources the better off you are so if i'm sitting around with no money in my pocket how do i make a million dollars You know, I go build some relationships, I go, I go work and earn money, save that money, live below my means, and then use that money. What do I use that money for? I personally would use it to market and get attention, but I would obviously have to develop a product or service that once I got that attention, I could exchange it for money. So entrepreneurship, I think everyone in the world should have their own business regardless of who they work for. Um, They should have their own business for tax purposes. They should operate as a, as an entity, not an individual, but you know, making a million dollars nowadays is pretty easy. You know, go sell somebody else's product and earn commission. You know, there's, there's just so many ways to make a million dollars. Now, when you say, how do you make a million dollars with the money in your pocket? Well, if I've got 10 million in my pocket, And I, and I want to make a million, I just simply invest it in real estate with an average ROI of 10% a year. And one year later, I'd make a million dollars. I could also, uh, you know, start a racing team with $10 million and end the year with only a million dollars. So that's how you lose 9 million. You know how you make a small fortune racing? Start with a big fortune.
2: That's funny. (laughs) How do you rewire your brain to hack
1: your behavior? It wouldn't be the brain; it would be more the the mind. But but the brain uh, rewires itself on a regular basis. The neuroplasticity in your in your in your brain, you know, creates new pathways every single day. It changes every single day. So what you put in is is kind of how you rewire it. The belief system you have to change your beliefs. You have to read. You have to listen. You have to learn. You have to study, and you have to apply that knowledge to learn and gain experience and then the experience usually rewires your brain but you rewire your brain by getting new information different habits you know start getting up every day and you know run five miles that believe it or not will rewire your brain and pretty soon you know it starts out like hell and then pretty soon you crave it well that's because you're rewiring the, the, the brain. So that's how you, that's how you rewire your brain is you get new information, you, you, you filter it out, make sure that it's positive, you know, eliminate all people that are negative. And over time, you know, you start to, you start to rewire the brain and, and, and hack success really.
2: So do you, I mean, of course, mindset is everything and we already discussed that. And you just believe that small habits can actually change your behavior and, Kind of gets you closer to success, right?
1: Well, again, habits determine your, your success in life for sure. But you know, bad habits uh, are not a good thing. So there's bad habits and there's good habits. So the only thing that will change your life for the positive is if you form good habits, so you can break habits and you can form new habits. Usually it takes about 27 days to form a new habit, you know? about six months to to really solidify that habit. And uh it takes probably 10 seconds to to break a habit. So figure out what your bad habits are and then choose to break them. Break the habit, stop. Okay. It's a choice. There's nothing, there's nothing more difficult. Now, when people say like, you know, I I I tried to stop smoking, it was difficult. Well, well it's difficult because you have a chemical dependency with your Body. And so now your body is craving that, whether it's alcohol or nicotine or, you know, drugs of some kind. So that's different. You know, if you're forming bad habits like that, well, you may need to go get some sort of help from a psychologist or a doctor of some kind, but it's a choice that starts it, right? You have to choose to stop. Like I, like one, I used to smoke cigarettes because I thought it was cool. And then one day I just decided to quit. So I flicked it away. Well, the next day, dude, I really wanted a cigarette. You realize that the rationalization and the mind is what made me continue. And then one time I got a DUI, I went to jail for three days, knew I couldn't have a cigarette in there, didn't even think about it one time. Why? Because my mind knew you can't. So it was just eliminated. You didn't even think about it. I wasn't sitting there fiending for a cigarette. It just left my mind because I already knew I can't have one. And I didn't sit there and rationalize because dude, you're in jail. You ain't getting anything. I went to jail on a Friday. I had to stay there till Monday. But as soon as I got out, oh, I need a cigarette. Why? Because cigarettes are possible. The mind is what does it all. If you want to stop bad habits, it's just a choice. Yes, it's tough, but it's just a choice. Make the choice.
2: I love how you said it. It's just a choice. And funny thing is, I used to smoke too. And I stopped one day, never went back when I was like back in 21. I was 21. And um, I stopped because I had um, dental work. And they told me you have to stop because, you know, it's not going to heal well. <laughs> so I stopped never went back. And I love how you just actually specify a mind choice when you know you can't and you actually stop you don't think about it because you have no choice
1: it's all right here this is the most expensive real estate in the world <laughs> it's right here yeah
2: and your greatest invention lightspeed vt would you please tell us more about it
1: well it's just an interactive web-based training and communication technology that i developed to help me train people how to sell clothes and persuade people mm-hmm. um And then over time realized that it's very effective regardless of what you're training, regardless of whose brands on it. So I started licensing it to companies and, and, and subject matter experts. So they could go out and, and, and develop and train and communicate with their people. And it kind of blew up from there. So really it's just a web-based technology that allows you to deliver, track and measure interactive content to emulate what you would have said and done in real life.
2: That's such a great concept. I love it.
1: Thank you. I mean, it, you know, I started the company 20 years ago when no one was doing it. So technically, you know, people are kind of crediting me of starting the whole online learning or online courses movement. Now, you know, it's commonplace. 20 years ago, no one thought it would work.
2: Yeah, I agree. How do you shift your perspective in 30 seconds or less?
1: My Technique is just gratitude. You know, I wake up in the morning and it's too easy to start worrying about bills and start worrying about the pressures and start worrying about all the things people worry about. So when I wake up in the morning, I just realize that waking up is more valuable than a million dollars cash. Right. If I said you could have a million dollars, but you can't wake up tomorrow, most people are not going to do it. Right. Obviously. So life just in itself Is more valuable than a million, two million, five million dollars. So I wake up feeling as if someone's handing me a million dollars cash. Now, if I just handed you a million dollars cash, no strings attached, how would you feel? Describe the feeling pumped up, excited, enthusiastic, relieved, like, man, you'd be just rocking. Well, me handing you a million dollars just changed your attitude just changed your perspective didn't it it went from doom and gloom and problems to relief and enthusiasm and and, and excitement well if i wake up every morning and realize hey this is worth more than a million dollars instantly my perspective changes to opportunity rather than problems like i i see i see when i wake up If I, if I, and by the way, I mean I've done this for a while, so it's not it's not just after having money. I I've woke up before when I had you know cars getting repoed, you know I had rent to pay and didn't have the rent, so you know I would still wake up and think to myself, man, you know what an opportunity I get to go figure out how to pay rent, man, what an opportunity I get to go out and earn money, save my car, you know it was an opportunity. Why? Well, because I I I instantly recognize the gratitude. And the gratitude shifts your perspective
2: yeah i believe that too and I, I usually do like gratitude journal you know i i try every day i do five things i'm grateful for and it kind of definitely even so many scientists prove that gratitude changes your mind it changes your shifts your perspective right away and a lot how you said it you just wake up and you find opportunity instead of like you know many people would just get really upset and just thinking that they have no choice and they can pay what they need to pay. But you just said you wake up and you go and find opportunity and you think that it's a great way for you to
1: actually explore. Everything comes up smelling like your background.
2: How do you spot a future billionaire?
1: <laughs> you can't spot a future billionaire. Anyone could be the future billionaire. It's impossible to spot one. Now you can get a decent idea based on who they are, who they're hanging out with, what's their mindset, what are the what are their fruits, if you will? Um, you know, what are their daily habits? You know, who are their who who's in their circle of influence? You know, what's their product or service? Because anytime you spot somebody that's solving millions of problems, you're gonna, you're gonna, you know, spot a, a millionaire. Why? Well, solve a million problems, you'll make a million dollars for sure. Okay, so if you really had to spot a future billionaire, you have to spot the one that's solving millions of people's problems, you know, or or creating something that's disrupting and changing the way the world communicates. You see what I'm saying? So like, if someone, if you're solving thousands of people's problems, you'll be successful. You know, you're solving millions of people's problems, you're gonna do massive, When you start to solve hundreds of millions of people's problems, you're gonna be a billionaire.
2: Wow, I love this answer. Like the best answer you can get. (laughs) Amazing. What are the best sale hacks?
1: To sell, to close? Just sell
2: anything like courses or clothes or just any product?
1: Well, I mean, if you're looking to sell somebody something, believe it or not, don't try to sell anything, okay? It all starts with relationships. The better relationship you have with somebody, the more likely they are to buy your product or service. So if you're going into the sale as wanting a sale rather than a relationship, then you're valuing money over relationships. If you value money over relationships, soon you'll have neither. Okay, you need to value relationships over money. Okay, go in there with the mindset of how can I help this person? Can my product or service help this individual? And even and if it, and if it can't, well, then that's okay too. Why? Well, because I'm not looking to sell you anything. I'm looking to see if I can help you. I'm looking to build a relationship. Okay, how do you build relationships? You get to know one another. How do you get to know one another? You ask questions and you actively listen. A customer will tell you how to build value of your product or service beyond the value they have of their money. So like if I want to make a transaction with you, I have to raise the value of my product or service above the value you put on your money. Make sense. So like right now, if I said, Hey, I will sell you a a house on a lake for $10,000. Everyone will be like, absolutely. Why? Well, because that has more value than, than their $10,000. So it it, it applies with everything. So if you want to sell somebody something, let's keep it simple. It's not rocket science. You want to sell somebody, something, raise the value of your product or service higher than their value of their money. And you'll make a sale every time. So how do you do that? Well, you build a relationship, you ask some questions, you find common ground, you build some trust, you ask questions and listen to the answers, So, you know, now why is this product or service so valuable to them? How will this product and service actually help them specifically? And, and, and really that's, all there is to it. So, you know, when I teach people how to sell clothes and persuade people, you, you see some people be like, oh, that's unethical. That's manipulating. It's not manipulating. Okay. It's not manipulating when a black belt gets in the cage and, and knocks somebody out. It's not manipulating. Okay. It's technique. Okay. It's learned and it's executed well. That's why a black belt will usually crush a white belt. Why? The white belt's just getting started. They don't know all of the things that you need to know to, to compete at that level. Sales is very similar. You know, everybody wants to, you know, fear rejection. Everybody wants to talk. Everybody thinks it's about talking. Let me talk about my product or service until you think it's valuable, but they don't stop and ask questions and find out what makes it valuable. What are your pain points? You know, how can I help you go in with the, with the relationship first and you'll sell, everything that you went there to sell, or at least you have a better chance. Because if the customer doesn't like you to begin with, they're probably not going to buy it anyway. So at the end of the day, man, the tip, the hack, I would say to, to, to sell more would have nothing to do with what I just said. That's just fact to sell more, talk to more people. You know what I mean? If you want to sell more, make more money, talk to more people than you're talking to now, you know, get better at doing what you do and then scale it, you know, leverage people and technology to do more of it. So if you just do better than you're doing now, you do more than you're doing now, and you scale what you're doing now, you're going to freaking go through the roof financially, do more, get better and scale. That's your answer. If you're writing these down, folks.
2: I love it. Yeah. And like, you know, so many times they say, people don't just buy a product, they buy, like you, your personality. So you have to like, kind of sell yourself first and you know the product they will buy it automatically kind of
1: yeah but you know sometimes that's bullshit you know I, I, I buy things all the time it had nothing to do with the salesperson's personality you know I wanted the thing right but to me that's not selling me anything that's taking an order like I came in to buy it man you didn't sell me anything I came in to buy it I just bought a Ferrari the salesman didn't sell it to me Okay, i walked in there to buy it. They took my order. They helped me. They didn't sell me. Selling and closing are two different things. But, but I do still believe that you should focus on the relationship because if you're smart and you want long-term success, it's not about the one sale. You know, it's about the the, the next hundred sales. It's about all the referrals I can give you. It's about the reputation I can establish for you. It's about the testimonial I'm going to give you. It's about all of the intangibles that most people don't think about. You know what they think about? The sale. I need a commission. I need. I want to close you so I can pay my rent and feed my kids. It's about me. Stop making it about yourself and start making it about them. Go in with a with a attitude of listen, I just want to I just want to establish a relationship. Now, if I find out I can help you great but i'm not i always tell people if you know if you want to learn how to sell you got to technically not sell and that's real
2: very interesting i love that (laughs) haven't heard that from someone because you
1: seem to love everything
2: no you have great points i'm just like so amazed and i'm learning from you every minute i'm learning
1: (laughs) good Good. And you know, th- th- that's technically my mission in life. I want to get the knowledge from the people who have it to the people who need it or want it. Now, if you think about it, who has knowledge? Technically and, and literally, who has it? Oh, yeah. Well, I think everyone has some kind of that's knowledge. Right. That's right. That's 100% right. Everyone has knowledge. Who needs it? Who wants it?
2: Well, there are people who want and people who don't want it, so people who want to learn,
1: they yeah, tend literally, to literally who needs knowledge and who wants knowledge? I think everyone does. Everybody, you got yeah. that right. So, if my mission is to get the knowledge from the people who have it to the people who need it, everyone has it and everyone needs it. Well, then I'm looking for everyone in the world to get a light speed password. Yeah, buddy, listen, you're gonna get you're gonna get you're gonna get a Social security card and a light speed password when you get born. And, and, and that password will give you all the information to do whatever it is you want to do.
2: Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> Which habit
1: is a dream killer? Procrastination. Procrastination is the biggest killer of dreams ever. You know, people get in the habit of putting things off. You know, procrastination. It will kill a dream faster than anything.
2: Yeah, I believe in that too and but sometimes you know people think it's always not right time they wait for that perfect time it's never perfect time if you decide on doing something you just have to pick up your pen and start writing if you want to write a book or you just have to start doing it
1: the perfect time to start a business was a year ago okay the next most perfect time is now so now is the second best Okay, the first best, the best was yesterday.
2: Yeah, so true. And where can our listeners find you? Your social handles, all your information?
1: Yeah, I mean, you can Google me. Uh, You can go to bradlee.com. That's L-E-A. It's not Leah, unless you drink tea. It's bradlee.com. Or you can just, you know, find me on social media at The Real, like this, The Real Brad Lee.
2: Thank you so much, Brad. Thank you for providing so much great information. Thank you for being my guest.
1: My pleasure. Thanks for having me.
2: Thank you. That was all for today, guys. I hope you really enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Not Basic Blonde podcast is available on all the major platforms with new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. To support the show, tag NBB podcast on your Instagram stories and check out more behind the scenes on Instagram as well at underscore or NBB podcast. And if you haven't, subscribe, rate and review Not Basic Bonds podcast on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much, guys. Have a great day.